welcome to Road to Billions podcast, the mentality of an entrepreneur, with your host, Moise Bertrand. your host Moist Petran, the Road to Billions podcast. It's been an amazing journey, you guys. I love coming on here and giving you guys the gems, the knowledge that I have and harbor, um, just because I want you guys to take it and use it, you know, to your fullest extent. Um, today's episode, I'm just going to talk a little bit about real estate, about making your first 50,000, 60,000, 70,000, um, 100,000 in real estate. And when I say these numbers, I don't want you guys thinking about your first drop being 100,000, your first hit being the 80,000 or 30,000. I'm saying these things can compound into adding up into 100,000, or you might be lucky enough to make your first 50 and 100 on your first flip or whatever you do as for refinance or however you get your first bag in you know, real estate. But subsequently, all I'm just telling you guys is the steps into getting those type of money, into getting that type of money is to, is to build it up into compound. Um, how do you do certain things and how do you get this certain amount of money and in a short amount of time, all depends on how fast you work and how efficient your systems are in your team and you are as a person. You can make 20, 30, 40K per month. It's possible. You can make $100,000 a month, a million a month. These numbers are possible. But how diplomatic is your system? How much do you delegate? How much work do you take upon yourself as the head? And once you learn these things and once you put these things into action, you're going to start learning that the only thing that's going to keep you going making this type of money, 20, 30, 40,000, 60, $80,000 a month is how efficient, like I said, you follow and stay disciplined on these systems. Now, deals are going to always come by you, right? Some deals might be, may be better than others. You might just make 10,000 on your first deal. That's cool. Majority of people don't have 10 grand. 20 grand, now you're talking a little bit about some money. Now you're getting into some money. 30 grand, okay, cool. You can sit a little bit. You can play with the real estate money. Now you can you know, invest, hold something to yourself. 40, 50, 60,000, that's when you start playing with some good numbers. So all I'm telling you is don't look to make 100, 100 grand on your first deal. You get me? Don't look to make that much money on your first deal. It's cool to manifest that money, but you got to really know your numbers and the holding costs and everything it's going to take to make that 100 grand really net. I don't want you to gross 100 grand. How much do you keep? You get me? Um, and then keep that to yourself, right? You make that 100 grand, you go put that back into more real estate. You make your first 10 grand, you go add it up with somebody else, and now you guys go put your money into real estate. All I'm telling you is the best way to go about getting to certain levels in life is staying disciplined and sacrificing. I talk about it in my other podcasts. I talk about not getting new cars as of yet because, yes, it's okay to take yourself from point A to point Z, right? And it's also even better to take yourself from point A to point Z without even knowing that you got there already. Right. So getting rich is just all about knowledge. Right. Becoming financially stable is all about discipline. Right. Getting these things is all about sacrificing. Right. So you you'll notice and I notice a lot that the richest guys that I ever met, they never really drove nice cars. Right. They never really drove nice BMs, W's and Audis. Yeah, some of them do. I'm not going to sit here and say each and every last one of them, but majority and I'm not saying this on some bullshit. They really drove, um, you know, regular cars and stuff like that. Toyotas, Nissans. You might have a little nice cars here and there. But when I talked to these guys who had the regular cars, they kind of told me that um, it's all about what do you think your money's worth, right? 
if you know you could buy 50 of these cars, it's okay to have a few of them already, right? It's okay to already go through that phase because you got out of your system. But you already had to go through that phase already, right? You need to have money to sustain that lifestyle. Most of these guys say if they knew 10, 15 years earlier what they know now, they, would have bought, they wouldn't have bought that certain type of car right there yet. I'm not saying it's not okay to buy that car. Yet is the word that we're looking for, the keyword. Because you can have 20, 30 grand in your account, and there's two type of people. Shit, I'm going to go ahead and spend some of this money ASAP. Okay, let me see if I can just map this out and give my money a direction, right? So you can see the mindset of the two different people, right? The one who's already looking to spend, and then when he spends, he's looking at his account, he got $24,300 up. This one who just took his appropriate his time and discipline, he got five grand left, but his five grand is already taken care of, his rent's taken care of, his car note, everything's taken care of, and he invested it into a deal that's going to make him double that, right? So now we have two different type of guys who... One didn't take care of his bills yet. He didn't take care of investments yet. He just spent before he even got and invested. And you got the other guy who invested and then spent what was left. So you got to think about how are you going to go about life, right? I, I, I tell people all the time, people ask me what made me into the person I am. And it's honestly, my mom is honestly diversity and adversity that took me from point A to point Z without me knowing it, right? I was always this type of person who always wanted something at 14, I, was, I always had a grit for life. I always had a grit to do something that was beyond measures. And you're going to have to take that into the same account when you're doing real estate, right? So when you're doing real estate, you have to understand, I never seen 50000 in my account. I never seen hundred grand in my account, right, at the time. You see these numbers in other, in other people's account who's been doing it for so long, and you'd be like, wow, how did you get that? And the same thing they tell you is the same thing they, they live by. You got to build it up to that. You want to see three, four hundred, a mil, two mil in your account? You have to build that up. You have to sacrifice certain things. And, you know, what I'm telling you guys is the, the sauce is to do compound. S- small numbers add up. Nipsey Hussle talk about it. Nas talk about it. Um, Rick Ross talk about it. Everybody knows small numbers add up. The investors, millionaires, people who know money, compound interest adds up. So I'm just giving you guys an example. Let's just say you have 5000 right? And you put it with a deal with somebody who obviously bought the deal for like 80 grand and you guys spend like 20 grand. You, three other people put five grand in, right? That's, four, that's, that's 20 grand. You need to at least make 40 grand to pay everybody back and make everybody at least five grand on top of it. That's doubling everybody's money, right? If you could find a deal that you could buy for at least 80, sell it for at least 125, 127, because you put work into it, you did what you had to do, Bam. You just made your profit. And more some. And that's the game. That's the name of the game. So now everybody double their money. Some people gonna take their money and go blow it. Some people gonna put that money with other people's money in the group. Now you guys have twenty thousand, two people got twenty thousand. The third person might go ahead and put it in to make thirty thousand. But it's always that one person who go blow their money. It happens every time, I promise you. So what you do is you wanna secure your investments by getting in early on things that other people don't see. You want to buy into things that obviously make make other people worry. Like real estate is something that scares a lot of people away because they don't understand it. They don't understand the knowledge. I recommend you guys to always tap in with me. You know, DM me, send me DMs, send me emails, listen to the podcast episodes because 
what I'm telling you guys is you want to invest in areas that have a high rate of not all, not only renters, which means most people in the area cannot really afford if you're looking to rent it out or if you're looking for a place to sell, look for the houses and look for the decency in the houses in the area. Look to see if you can sell the house for at least a, a margin that you're looking to profit off. Every house could be sold. Not every house could be sold for a maximum. You get me? So whenever you get these houses, think about two things. When you buy materials, you got to you got to pay for the labor. Buy, pay, buy, pay. You get me? So I don't want you guys to think about, oh, all I got to do is buy materials for this house and buy the house and then it's done. No. When you buy materials, make sure you pay for the labor because that's the only thing that's going to allow you to get these things installed. So you, you're paying for materials and labor. You're paying for the house. You're paying for the house and you're paying for per month of the house to hold it, meaning the mortgage because nobody in there. And you're paying for anything that miscellaneous things that comes up by utilities. So all these things are taken account when they're selling a home. When they're renting a home, you can do the bare minimum and still get it rented out really soon, right? You can rent it out, keep it on the market for, I mean, keep it rented out for a few months, refinance it, which means you pull the money out that the house grew into because you rehabbed it, and then they give you a bag back, right? The same thing go for selling. But the selling, you're going to make a lot more profit, but also you have something called the holding costs that pretty much when you hold on to the home, when you're renovating and things like that, you have to be paying the mortgage, like I said earlier, to be keeping the home, obviously, in good standards. Um, you pay for these things per month to this, obviously, you pay the mortgage, you pay that, you do this and then that, and depending on how long it takes you to rehab and sell the house, you're paying for that up until that day up. So it could be like three, four, five, six months. And you could just rent it if it's in good shape and good area. Um, like I said, it's always good to just have a house that you could always have an exit strategy for. Um, but your first 50000 your first ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000, your most likely is going to come from your refinance, and that's going to be your down payment back plus any extra capital that was um, built into the house. So if you built the house, if you rehab the house, sorry, and you put a down payment of ten grand, and then obviously they give you that ten grand back plus ten, twenty grand, depending on how much more the house um, appraised for, that all comes back in one big lump sum. You get me? So you're doing things at an efficient cost, at an efficient area, and you're just doing it um, over and over again. You get me? You're taking that money that you put down on the house, you go you go find a similar house or even a bigger deal, try to match it up with everybody, do group economics. And then take that money and then go do some bigger deals, you know, and then try to refinance the deal again and sell the property. Well, don't try, do, and then so forth, so forth. Therefore, you'll be doing that. You, If you do, you could do reasonably, everybody, if you buy a house, just, let's just say you buy a house August 31st, right? You rehab it, takes 60 days. Let's just say you take 60 days. With me, it takes 45 days. That's what I'm telling you guys. Let's work together. 45 days, boom, even 30 days, right? August September September um, 30th, I'll even say September 25th, right? You get it done, and then after that, it's on the market October. November, you're still delegating a little bit. I like to just say a little bit of lead, lead room. Boom, December is sold. Bam. September, October, November, December. That's four months. Really? You get me? So four to five months, it takes you to get this house up and running. So, bam. Don't try to go for the straight hit. You get me? Try to go for something that's decent in sale price, that's going to get it up off your belt, that's going to pay the old loan off, that's going to get you some profit and move on. Don't try to be like, oh, I want 50 grand extra. Bro, take the deal, make your money, get the fuck out of there, all right? 
Same thing goes for the rental. Don't be too greedy and try to get the most money out the renters because at the end of the day, money doesn't mean anything and it, and it doesn't equate to nothing. You get me? I have people who rent all the time who spend a lot of money in rent, bro, and it caused me a big headache. And the people who were so grateful for the amount of rent they were paying because I gave, I gave them some leeway were the best tenants I ever had and still are. You get me? So I'm not telling anybody to um to fall victim to what's the word to decent to like mediocrity. I'm not telling you to have sympathy for everybody. I'm not telling you to have a, a like a don't be a, a doormat for deals when people want to sell your house and they're trying to offer you the lowest. I'm not saying those things. But what I'm saying is whatever you feel comfortable for and that don't try to go past that limit. You give me set the limit at if you're gonna make thirty five thousand, someone's offering you twenty nine thousand, but you can't get them to thirty five take the 29. If you made only, let us say, you, you put 11 grand into it, um, you put 10 grand, that's 21 grand, you made 29, okay, cool, you made 28, you made eight bands, just take it and leave it, man. It's okay. Because you're going to have deals where you're going to make even more money. You get me? But what you're doing is you're setting yourself up for success in the long term. You're getting the experience. You're getting your 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 skin in the game. And that's what you need to do. So think about $50,000 is Two deals, right? It could go either way. You could sell a house, you could refinance, house, refinance, or you could sell both houses, right? Either way, you'll get to fifty thousand like that quickly. You could do it with the partners. Five grand is the minimum. Like I said, put it in with some people. How do you get five grand? Just work with me. We're gonna get we're gonna get it moving. But efficiently, I want you guys to understand: you're only as strong as the tribe you keep around you. You're only as smart as the people you look up to and, and listen to. So. Don't listen to nobody who's going to tell you to do this and this and that, and they've never been in that position. Don't listen to anybody who's never been doing certain things, and obviously what they're doing is um is not equal to you. You get me? So I don't want you guys to feel I don't want you guys to feel any victim mentality when it comes to um losing, when it comes to bad investments, when it comes to um, making bad decisions in business because you have to learn. I made a lot of bad business decisions and. I'm not saying there's more to come, but what I'm saying is I'm always learning from my mistakes every day. You get me? And I just want you guys to understand that 10, 20, 30, 30 40 grand, don't let it get to your head. Keep your composure. Keep your humility. You get me? Um, but understand the only way you're going to get to that type of money is if you invest in real estate. And that's the fastest and quickest way I promise to you guys. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell you guys no different that you're going to get to this type of money. But you got to be able to listen to me if you're willing to work with me, but you also have to be able to work with others. You get me? Because sometimes people come to the deal, they want to, what's the word, try to overpower. And I just sit back and I just, just, if you want to fuck up the deal, I want you guys to fuck it up on your own. I don't want to be the responsible one. But what's going to happen is let's just go ahead and listen to Moist advice. And he's still going to give me the team to just work with. But I have to just be willing to listen. You get me? I just want you guys to be successful at the end of the day. I want you guys to be able to take care of certain things that you weren't able to take care of. Um, like I said, I'm a, I just came from Puerto Rico, man, and I'm, it's been a great experience. I don't even think I said that, but I was in Puerto Rico for like five days. It was a great and amazing journey, bro. Like I was there, I ate fruits, I ate with the people. It was just an amazing journey. You get me, and I would never trade it for anything else. And I, was a, I wasn't able to do those things in the beginning of real estate. I mean, yeah, I went to Cancun, Jamaica, but Cancun was right after I bought my first property. Jamaica was just me off the strength of really um, grinding off marketing. But that was a grind like I didn't want to do. Like that was agonizing because I had to deal with people 24-7. And um, I don't have a problem with dealing with people, but sometimes 
people could have a lot of demands that I wasn't ready to um, live up to at the time and my time wasn't really working for me. You get me? So real estate just worked out for me a lot better, man. And I just, I'm just, I'm appreciative of God of him giving me the source of creativity and knowledge for directing me in certain areas. But I do want you guys to take into account that nothing comes overnight. This is not an overnight success. This is not something I'm coming to here speaking about saying, yeah, I did this shit last year and it worked out. No, I've been doing real estate for three years, bro. You get me? So I studied for a year, bought my first house the following year. The following year after that, I've been on the grind. And um, shit, 20 plus deals, bro. Like, shit, I'm doing it. You get me? And I'm just letting you guys know, like, it's possible. It's possible to wake up one day and live in the life that you dreamed of. It's possible to look around and be in different areas in your life that you've seen that you only imagine and visualize. It's possible to see certain deposits come in your account that you only thought about. And it's possible to manifest money that you see others have. It's possible to have the same vehicles. It's possible to have the same apartments. It's possible for anything and for anything. And I'm saying this under God, and I'm saying this on the podcast, like I would never get to this, I would never have got to this spot if I didn't pray, visualize, and believe. You get me? If I didn't do those three things, I don't care what nobody said. I didn't take really much advice from people because God will give you the intuition. If whoever you believe in, he's going to give you or she's going to give you that that knowledge that you believe in will come overnight as a download. So remember that you always have to be on point. You got to be willing to do the things that others aren't willing to do. You got to be willing to sacrifice what others aren't willing to sacrifice. And once you win, other people going to think that you came up overnight whole time you've been grinding for five years you know seven years you know i've been an entrepreneur for like shit seven plus years you get me and i never really thought about getting a job because i always have faith that um things will always work out depending on it doesn't matter how bad the situation was i was in dire situations that no one could have seen themselves out of and and i feel like i'm kobe bro with three seconds left shot clock passed me the ball bro i'm gonna make it you get me and god took me from rags you know, to riches, that's that's my mindset. You know, that's that's the lifestyle. So one day I'm going to look back and I'm going to be a multi-millionaire, billionaire, and I'm going to be talking on this, I'm going to be listening to these podcasts, and I'm going to be speaking to you guys in stages and auditoriums, and I'm going to be telling you guys the same story. I slept on the air mattress. I thought about what, what ways I could make some money, and I just came out of, I came out the gutter. You get me? I came out, the, I came out the mud, and the people who laughed at me, now they need my help. The people who believed in me, now I'm, I'm putting them on, and I don't really have to worry about them backstabbing me because when I didn't have nothing, they seen me for, They seen me at my worst. They seen me. People seen They knew I didn't have nothing. They didn't really do nothing, don't do wrong to me. Like, the people who seen me living like a fucking dog and shit, but I was still, you know, trying to get my way up out of there, they still respected the fact that I, I did certain things that a lot of people wouldn't be able to do. And that's why I take, I take a great amount of respect and demand in the word of entrepreneurship because I'm one of those people, I title myself that, and I live, I live by it. You know, I'm, I'm willing to go hungry for this shit, die for this shit. You get me? Like, really go in to really, to really let you guys know is get rich or die trying with me. So, your first ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars is through a refinance. I do something called the bird strategy. You guys, I feel as if like I have the keys to the streets. You guys, and what I mean by that, I want you guys to understand. I'm trying to open you guys to the knowledge that this universe has that real estate is open to you guys giving to it, right? But you got to respect the game, and the game is doing your homework. The homework is when you find a property, you're not just looking at the property and saying a price. You want to evaluate the property, right? Is it a good property? 
Is it something you're willing to live in, to, to sleep in, to rent out, to sell? Whatever you're willing to do. You're willing to see when this property was born, when it was built, when it was, what type of features this property is. Is this, is this property big? Is it small? Is it tiny? Is it tall? Is it long? Is it wide? You know, all these things that's going to make this property, property look into that. Where is this property um, located? Is it in a good, bad, decent area? Can it sell for how much? How much did you buy for? Who are the owners? How did the owners take care of it? You know, all these things, you guys, it's like, it's like learning somebody and taking a book and flip, flipping through their whole history really quickly in due time before you make a big, 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 big marriage. You get me? It's like you're meeting somebody for a month. You have to understand that, okay, I got to meet this woman or guy, and I have to learn about him really quickly. And if I like him, then I make the big commitment. And the big commitment for a guy is paying for the wedding and for the woman, obviously, giving herself away into her husband. So... These are two of the biggest commitments in your life, marriage and obviously housing. So when you're buying a house and when you get married, two of the biggest. And you got to understand those are the things that you don't really know the after effect until you do your due diligence in the beginning. You get me? People change. Houses change. Scenarios change. But you want to know the fundamentals of everybody, right? You want to know somebody. You want to know if something changes. You want to know if something's off. You want to know if something's, um, if, if something's capable of reaching certain heights and peaks, right, in different lifetimes and different areas and different years down the road. So what I'm just telling you guys is respect the, ro- the word entrepreneurship. Take demand into the real estate game. Understand that your money is only going to make money for you if you respect your money and you give your money directions. You tell your money pay groceries, it's going to do, do groceries. But if you just got a bunch of money sitting around, you just be swiping your card all day, not knowing what your money's doing. That's why we have a word called budget. You're going to always lose at the end of the day. You get me? So don't lose your money trying to be Mr. Cool Guy, trying to be Mr. Show Off Girl, trying to be Miss Bougie and Soft Life. How about we take care of the right things? And that's the bills. That's the investments. Because we don't want to be 30. I'm not going to be no damn 30 doing the same thing that I was doing today, last year, the year before that. At 30, I told you guys where I'm going to be at. I'm going to be more likely at a billionaire status, if not multi-millionaire status. But we're going to be doing things that nobody ever seen people do. I'm going to be doing great things. I'm going to be speaking to you guys, telling you guys this now, so when it manifests, it's not a coincidence. It's not a surprise. You get me? Roll the buildings to the top. Keep chasing your dreams. It's been an amazing journey. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Rate and review it. Listen to other episodes. And like I said, send me some DMs and emails if you guys want any other suggestions. Take care and have a great rest of the day.